What's up, my conscious beings? This is Conscious Ari, and you're listening to the Outdated Thinking Podcast. Today is February 8th, 2021, and today I wanted to talk to you about the negative mindset or negative emotions that we feel. Now, what I really wanted to deep um, deep dive into today is talking about the emotions that we tend to not really put a lot of thought into and sit with. Emotions as in anger, sadness, insecurity, self-doubt, um, with your egotistical mind, um, and everybody has that. As much as we work towards not having those emotions, those are human emotions that everybody feels uh, to this day. You can work on it, um, but there will be times and experiences where we will feel sad and we will feel angry. Um, That's just the human experience. So, for me, though, I am more of a, um, a thinker and I sit in my head a lot. And for me, those emotions, I don't really feel. Of course, I like to feel happy more, I like to sit in that emotion. And, um, and with all the happier emotions, love, happiness, joy, laughter, um, But I started realizing that I wasn't really sitting in the more um, negative emotions. So for me, I had to realize that I was feeling those emotions and not um, hearing what those deeper emotions were coming from, which... Um, when it comes to like sadness, anger, and insecurity, um, being scared, there's always a hidden, um, deeper emotion or deeper feeling. So I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about a meditation that I did that actually really helped me get into something that I really didn't understand. Um, I thought that I had overcame, but just kept coming up for me which was my insecurity. Um, A lot of times I would have insecure moments, which I think we, I hate to say when people say that I'm insecure because you're putting yourself into an identity of an emotion instead of saying, I feel insecure. You have a moment of insecurity and which everybody has. Everybody, again, feels the negative and positive emotions. We all have moments of those emotions. Um, you know, some people a little bit more than the other, uh, but it's all a part of everybody. So I was really trying to figure out how I can get to understand where my insecurity was coming from, like what was really, truly triggering it every single time I got that moment of feeling insecure. So what I did was, um, and this is something I like to do normally on a typical basis but I didn't do it this way I I'm not sure why I didn't think of it sooner but um so I'm sitting here thinking what is triggering my insecurity and mind you I have tried to um 
work on this for a while. I think this will be a continuous thing just for me to find balance in that feeling um, and not letting it actually ruin how I feel for the rest of the day and just feel in that moment of, of insecurity. So I, I lay down and I pictured myself sitting at a table. Okay, and I brought my insecurity to the table. So I pictured myself as that emotion of insecurity. I sat there and I asked my insecurity, why, what makes me insecure? What right now does make Ariel insecure? And let me tell you, the insecurity spoke to me. It gave me raw emotional feelings because... I'm being open. I'm not speaking to somebody else. I think we have that fear of like actually telling people why we are feeling insecure because we don't want to come and we don't want insecurity to become our identity. So I was listening and being open to what my raw emotions of my insecurities were. And I just let that part of myself talk and talk it out and explain what what deep issues it's coming from explain what made me every every what made me feel insecure um and then me separating myself from that emotion i was able to actually see myself say these things and give myself the love that i needed in that moment Now, I know it's hard to do these kind of meditations when you're in that emotion, when you're going through that emotion. Like if I was going through that moment of insecurity and I was trying to have that meditative talk, I would be, my insecurity self would be talking down to um, my true self and it probably wouldn't have ended in a good, (laughs) a good it wouldn't end it as positive as it did when I wasn't in that emotion anymore. So I do encourage you to wait until you're not in that emotion, emotional state anymore to be able to do this, in this meditation and reflection. Um, I also do recommend that you journal about it afterwards. I recommend that you journal every single day as much as you possibly can. It's the best form of therapy and the best way to track your progress and and to look back and see like how far you've grown mentally, physically, emotionally. But um, I want to encourage you to feel through your emotions and to sit with it. Really understand why you're feeling this way. Um, Another thing that I had um, actually overcame this. I mean, I still have very slight um, feelings when this happens, but I used to be a super angry driver. I mean, I, I used to drive a lot, so I felt like I was always on the road and, and spending hours on the freeway, you're going to run into a situation where you don't think the way the person driving is fair or, um, you know, you're trying to get through traffic because you're in a rush and cars are all driving slow. So it was really affecting me because it was almost like every single time I got in the car, it was just my anger would boil up. I even had an alter ego for when I got in the car. Her name was Kelly (laughs) and he didn't mess with Kelly while driving. Um, 
I would be the person screaming, yelling, flipping off cars, writing cars um, from behind, like just to get my aggression out, I guess. I, I can't really tell you what the really hidden thing was, but um, I had to sit with the idea of why I was being so angry while driving. And I think it was because I was just in a rush to drive, um, to get to places. Um, and I had that mindset that I didn't like driving. So I um, slowly <laughs> started to drive slower and actually like drive the speed limit and not feel like a rush like leave earlier to places um you know actually look at directions and see how much time I have so I feel like I'm not rushed if there is any traffic um and just take a moment to realize that like it's not that serious so um yeah I mean it's not that we can't overcome these negative emotions it's just that I feel because they are negative, we put such a light on them and we feel like we have to fix them instead of actually understanding what is causing these raw emotions, um, you know, because there is a, a right and a wrong way, I feel like, to react to these emotions, um, especially the negative ones, even if they're the happy ones. If someone was extremely happy and just like I mean like laughed like with extreme loudness and everyone would probably look at them like they were crazy just as if someone was angry and was acting in extreme anger everyone would look at them like they're crazy so I think there's good balance and there's supposed to be balance with everybody's emotions but um I just encourage you to try to actually sit with your emotion when you're not in that current emotional state um, especially even when it's a good one. I think reflectiveness on good emotions is, is amazing and it's great to do. But I feel like um, negative emotions and understanding what is actually triggering us to snap at a certain situation, um, get emotionally sad over a situation, um, really just helps us understand our mind a little bit better and help us balance those negative emotions so that way we're not projecting them onto other people. Um, yeah, so I hope that encourages you to uh, sit there. I know that it's hard to do sometimes since we are busy adults, but I really think that this is a part of the other podcast I did with getting to know yourself, getting to know your triggers and your deeper wounded issues will only help you in the in the present moment and in the future I promise you that well I hope you guys have a most lovely day um and thank you for listening to my podcast